I want to remind you if uh, you plan to do anything concerning our nation, Republicans will be voting Saturday the 20th from 7 to 7. Democrats will be voting Saturday the 27th from 7 to 7. If you're going to be going out of town, you can go up on Pine Street there and uh, vote absentee ballot. Folks, it's time that all Christians did what we supposed to do. It's our nation, by the way. You want to give it up? Just don't vote. You want to give up all your rights? Just don't vote. I challenge all of us to vote and vote your conviction. It's important. I can't tell you which way our nation will go. Only God knows. But God loves us, and he expects us to love him by doing our Christian duty. I don't know why God loves me like he does. I think back about my life. It wasn't worth saving. Where would I be? More than likely to be done dead by now and in hell. There's people in hell right now. Probably with their mouth they said, I love God. But they didn't do anything to prove it. If you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to 1 Corinthians 13. The love chapter. We're going to read verses 1 through 3. We may speak about some others along the way. Couldn't be a better portion of God's Word to be on uh, Valentine's Day, hitting on Sunday of all days. Perfect day to express to our family, starting with our spouses all the way down, and to our friends. And I want to say to all of you, happy Valentine's Day. What a wonderful day to celebrate Valentine's and to show God, hey, I love you. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 1, Though though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love, I am become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not love, it profiteth me nothing. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we love you. We love your Son. We love the Holy Spirit. And I love these people. Father, I pray that you speak to us today, that you'd make your presence known in this service, and that if anyone needs to respond to you, they would do it today before it's everlasting too late. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Love is a strange word. Depends on how you use the word love. I discovered that love appears no less than 169 times in the word of God. Um, we in America, we love a lot of things. And just again recently, uh, Lynn and I, of course every morning we pray for our African friends. And recently, Caleb, our youngest son, has been back over there and stayed in the house where Lynn and I stayed for four months. Brought back pictures. And the picture that really got a hold to me was the little guy, Tony, that I taught many things, and especially how to drive the tractor and to plow for the community and making money. Granddaddy in Swahili is Babu. Not Baboon, but Babu. 
And Caleb recorded him. And he said, Daddy, look. And he was on there. Tony was on the screen. He said, Babu, Babu, I miss you, Babu. <laughs> you got to understand, we were together every day. Every day for four months. He lived right beside us. I could holler any time during the day or night if I knew he was there. Tony, I'm coming, Babu. He'd be right there to do anything I asked him to do. We love a lot of things in America. And I don't know that we love them like we ought to. You say, I love God. I don't know that we do like we ought to. It's amazing to me the things that we love in America. We love sports. Hey, that's proved out. We love our cars. We love our trucks. We love our motorcycles. <laughs> I got my old friend back this week. Anybody know what my old friend is? My van. Whew. I declare he just like to have a massive heart attack and me driving it. And they got a brand new door. Yeah, it's solid white. <laughs> I got it on yesterday. I was so proud. I drove it all the way to Seneca and drove it to Westminster. And Darlene says, and by the way, today's Darlene's birthday. Darlene says, what happened to your van? <laughs> Nothing. It's, it's redone. <laughs> Lynn said, you going to paint it? I said, yeah, I'm going to paint it. She said, your boys wouldn't be caught in that thing like it is. Maybe not. But it's so much fun to shut the door now and roll the window down. I love my van. <laughs> I'll ride you in it any time you want to ride. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, we love a lot of things. We love our motorcycles. We love our boats. We love our animals. We love our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren. We love our spouses. Hello? My goodness. Somebody better say something. Or oh me. I, hey. Just to name a few things that we love. There are some things we should not love. The very thing that we should not love is, and our good news kids would say, sin. They'll let you know right quick. And I, I mentioned these. We, we do need to pray for these little precious children. Most of them are not in church anywhere. And they can't help it. But yet they're at the Good News Club every Monday. Excited about loving Jesus and learning scripture and wanting to be saved. And several of them have said, I can't go to church because my mom and daddy won't take me. And I try to instill in them, baby, you get all you can get out of the Good News Club into your heart because one day you'll have a driver's license and you'll have a car and you'll be able to go to church. It's amazing to me that God has put us in the Orchard Park and, and that's my school, y'all. My taxes pay for that school. Those are my teachers. I pay their salary. And I dare anybody say, you can't go in there no more. I'll go. I may not have a key, but I will get in. 
in the name of Jesus. That's our school, y'all. Hello? That's our teachers. And Jesus needs to be there. Love is expressed in a lot of different ways. Sometimes love is expressed without saying a word. Just a smile. A handshake. God showed his love to us when he gave us life. Jesus showed his love for us when he died on Calvary's cross. The Holy Spirit showed his love for us when he convicted us of our sins and we invited him to come into our heart and live forever. Still there, by the way. He has nowhere to go. And he's not going to leave us and he's not going to forsake us. Well, let's just think about Jesus as our valentine. Make him your valentine. Allow yourself to be his valentine. I want to be. What better day to share this with you than today? I want to take the word valentine. And let's just think about each letter. You may have a different word than what I will have today, and it's okay. Because we could spend a half a day talking about valentines and what it means concerning love and love for our Heavenly Father and love for our Jesus and love for our blessed Holy Spirit. First of all, when we think of the valentine, we think of the letter V, I think of victory. I think of that great song, Mark, Victory in Jesus. And that is, that is one of my most favorite songs. I heard an old, old story how the Savior came from glory because of me. Died on Calvary's tree because of me. It gives me victory in Jesus. I'm a winner either way. Whether I go or whether I stay, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be there wherever he wants me because there's victory in the name of Jesus. Jesus, many times when, when things weren't going well and, and the disciple boys even said, in the name of Jesus, when, John, when Peter and John went up to the temple to pray and that old boy sitting there lame, that he was expecting money and he said, I don't have any silver and I don't have any gold, but in the name of Jesus, rise and walk. And by the grace of God, that old boy got victory. He was, he was saved. He was not only saved, but he was healed. Victory in Jesus. That letter V, also I think of his voice. It's amazing. No, he don't speak out loud audibly like I'm speaking or like you and I speak. But he speaks in a still, small voice to where we can understand him. He says, my sheep hear my voice and they know me and they follow me because of the voice. Because of the voice. The voice of God speaks volume. All we got to do is listen. Listen. God speaks in many ways. I love to be in the woods. Quiet. Just sit down and listen. The wind blow through the leaves. I love to see a whirlwind coming. And hear the voice of God in the whirlwind. The Bible says he's in the whirlwind. And he passes right by sometime. 
I love to have little children with me and my grandchildren when, when a whirlwind picks up. Some of them never seen a whirlwind. What is that, granddaddy? Let me tell you what that, I'm glad you asked. It's God. You're kidding. I said, no, listen, listen. I mean, what's stirring up, whatever it comes in. He wants to stir us up with his voice because he is victory. The letter A, abandon. What are we to abandon? This old life. You know why we sin? Because of the devil. We get saved, we want to do right, and we go back into sin. You know why? Because that old nature keeps flaring up. That old nature's always there. He's on the back seat, waiting, just waiting his opportunity to step back up to the plate. In 1 Corinthians 6, 17, it says, He that is joined to the Lord is joined to one spirit. We have one God, one Lord, one baptism. When he saves, he saves forever. And he's ask, he asks us to abandon the old life. In fact, he says, come out from among them. That is them that's still living in sin. Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And see if I don't bless you, he says. See if I don't call down blessings on you. See if I don't pour out blessings upon you. Open the windows of heaven, pour out blessings on you that you will not be able to receive them. Over and over we receive blessings and we don't acknowledge it as a blessing from God. You say, look what happened to me. Hey, man, am I, am I lucky or what? No, I'm not lucky. I am a blessed man, not a lucky man. I am blessed beyond measure. Abandon this old life. The letter L stands for loyalty. Are we loyal? Now listen, I, I know I've been there, done that. Some of us would not miss a day of work, sick, dying, or what. But we only need a runny nose to stay out of church. Mine's running. Hello? <laughs> Just a runny nose, all it takes. A stump toe. Hey, pray for me, preacher. I stump my toe. They want you there. Hold my hand now. I'm, I'm trying to doctor on this ingrown toenail. <laughs> We use all kind of excuses because we're not loyal to God. Can you imagine what Jesus went through on the cross? He did it because he loved you and me. Oh, the song says how he loves you and me forever. It's not a part-time love. You know what? God wants full custody, not weekend visits. Full custody, not weekend visits. Well, when I think of the letter L, not only loyal, but I think of love. 1 John 2.15, this is what it says. Love not the world, and neither the things that are in it, that keeps us from loving and serving God. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek. Look for, hunt, seek ye 
first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Sometimes we don't want to seek him. It takes time to read God's word. It takes time to study God's word, to find the little nuggets that he's placed in there for you and me to glean out so that we can love him more. The letter E. I'm going to tell you what we have to do, y'all. We've got to put forth effort. It don't, it don't just happen. Talk to my uncle every morning on Sunday morning at 8 o'clock. I call this morning. First thing he says, I'm trying to, he didn't say hello. <laughs> he said, I'm trying to get my shirt on. <laughs> he said, I didn't want to get up this morning. I said, I didn't either. Felt so good just laying in there. Don't it? We have some this morning that's laying in there. They won't have a clue what today is until this afternoon when they wake up. Been sleeping all night and half the day. I've heard that too. This preacher, I overslept. Well, do you oversleep for your job? More than likely not. Sometimes you might. But you're going to be there for that job. You're going to set a clock. Hey, I set a clock for Sunday morning, 5.30. No, I didn't get up that early. <laughs> I don't know who invented it. I guess Mr. Snooze did. But I'm glad he did. Aren't you? You reach over Boop, just touch a thing. You let you snooze just a little few more minutes. This morning I punched it for 20 minutes, I think it was. Oh, I didn't get turned over good. Where did 20 minutes go? I must have died. Boom. It takes effort. It takes effort to get up and make our way to God's house. You know why it takes a lot of effort? Because the devil will see to it there's better things to do. The devil will see to it, hey, you've worked all week. You deserve a rest. Don't, you don't have to go up there. I doubt if anybody will call you because you wasn't there anyhow. If I was you, I'd find me another place to worship. If I was you, I'd just tell them they can have it. And it happens. People just do that. They, they don't want to put forth the effort. Put, up, put forth that effort. All of it towards serving the Lord. He's promised to bless us over and over. He says he wants us to give him our heart, our soul, our mind, our total being. That's all of it. Now listen, I, I, God knows your heart and he knows mine. He knows my schedule. He knows your schedule. He knows what you have to do. You know, I, I, I'm like Scott, I praise God. We had no less than 8 to 14, sometimes 16 volunteers out here from last Friday to this Friday. And uh, us men, we were laughing, we were talking about it. Hey, yeah, uh, I, and Scott wasn't where he could hear us. You know, he's the head lead dog. And so, um, you know, we said, you know, six days you labor and the seventh day you ought to rest. So we, we said, we're going to mention to Scott, he's going to let us off tomorrow, Scott. Well, I thought he was going out of town. He's going to leave yesterday morning, you know, and be gone. I said, well, you know, if he's not here, he won't expect us to be here. So we, we just sort of casually mention it. And, and, and then later on, Scott said, do y'all want to work tomorrow? He didn't get a lot of yays on that. But our men worked hard. Amen. They worked hard. Our ladies worked hard. Hey, the food was delicious right on time. Cake, cookies. 
all me at the stuff they brought out. You know, it's amazing. Some people probably would have left to have had the kind of work we, we had. We started at 10 o'clock, <laughs> had a break between 9 and 12, <laughs> eat about 12.30. <laughs> and then we worked to about 5 or 6. But it was a great week, and you can see the progress. I hope that, the, I know it's very cold, but I hope you, if you're interested, you'll put forward a little extra effort and follow Danny and Scott out there and just see how God's blessed. It is amazing. I can't imagine. I've stood in that place where the pulpit would be, and I've looked around. I'd, I mean, I just can't imagine. And we got still got a lot to do. We've got a lot to do in a short time to do it in. It's going to take more effort uh, yet. Letter E also, not only for effort, but stands for everlasting life. Do you realize right now, listen, if you're saved, you're going to live forever in heaven with Jesus. Forever. You're not going to be late. You're going to be right on time. It is appointed on a man once to die, and after this, the judgment. We're going to be there, y'all. If you're not saved, you're going to live forever. When you leave this world, if you leave this world lost, you, there is no detours, there is no purgatory, there's nothing else that's going to hinder you from plunging straight into hell. There you will be. I beg you, I plea with you, put forth every effort you can because everlasting life is forever. Well, the next letter is an N. Psalm 138 verse 2 says, Thy word is above thy name. At the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess to, to the Lord that Jesus is Lord forever and ever and ever and ever. And somebody said, how long is that? Forever and ever and ever. It'll never end. It's going to always be there. The letter in also. We're going through this life, right? We are navigating through this life. Some people use compasses. Some use map quests. Some use maps. Some use these little, what do you call them boxes? Hello? The GPS. I don't know how to hook one up. I depend on when to do that. But we're navigating through. This is a chaotic world. Only God knows who's going to be our next president. Only God knows. Oh, we can speculate. We have in mind who we're going to vote for. But only God knows. We need to trust Jesus, y'all. As we navigate through this life. His name, navigating is, impo is, is important. There's another word that I think is important there with the letter N, and that's neglect. The Bible says neglect not this gift. How, in fact, it says, how shall you escape if you neglect this great salvation? My answer, the Bible's answer, is you will not escape. In fact, right now, if you're lost, you've never been saved, you're in prison. You're in prison. Say, so, no, I'm not. I'm free as a bird. Yeah, you're free. You're bound in, in Satan. 
You're wound up and bound up in Satan and you're living a sinful life. No, I'm not, preacher. I'm at church every Sunday. I do this, I do that. But you've never confessed Christ as your Lord and Savior. You're lost. That's the main sin. In fact, you know what sin's going to send people to hell? Not accepting Jesus. That's the only one. I challenge you. Hey, you need to put forth that effort. Name the name of Jesus. Neglect not the, the, this great salvation. And as a Christian, that word neglect, it speaks to us too. Neglect not the gift that is within you. If you've taken the spiritual gift inventory, by now you should know your gift, where your gifts lie. You need to be using that gift for the glory of God and nobody else. Let Letter T. We need to have a testimony. A testimony for Jesus Christ. Be ready. The Bible says be ready to give an account to anybody that asks you why you're living like you live. Why you do the things you do. Be ready to give an account. That's in our testimony. It's also the, the, the letter T is for trust. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Trusting is a testimony. The letter I, it appears in our deacon book many, 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 too many times. And the word is inactive. If my name was in the deacon book and inactive was under there, I'd have it removed or I'd do something about it. Inactive. You see, some, the Bible talks about it, have fallen by the wayside. They've given up. Because somebody hurt their feelings. Well, I tell you what, if that hurts your feelings, when you stand before God, you've never had your feelings hurt any more than when you hear God say, I'm sorry, can't come in here. I don't know you. Your feelings are going to be hurt because you sang in the choir, because you preached, because you were a deacon, because you were a Sunday school teacher, because you gave your time and your money. You're going, your feelings are really going to be hurt if you bypass Jesus thinking you're going to work your way into heaven. It, inactive has no business being under a Christian's name. Hello? I visit the rest home a lot, and the lady told me, she said, Kenny, I just said, well, I should just go on and die. I am no good to nobody. I said, no, ma'am, you're wrong. I said, the biggest thing you can do laying in this bed right here is to pray for your pastor and your church. Listen, without prayer, there's no preaching. Without prayer, there's no power. Without prayer, you can forget it, okay? We'll have another meeting, yes, without prayer and inviting the Holy Spirit to come in and be a part of what's going on. I thank God for Scott leading us in this building thing and, and in the mornings after we hope everybody has arrived, we stop, we make a circle, we hold hands and we pray for different situations and we pray for our safety. We pray for our safety. And we need to continue to pray. There's a lot of work to be done yet. A lot of high up work to be done yet. We need to pray for that safety. The letter I also, not only inactive, but the, the letter's influence. You got an influence? You mark this down. Somebody's following you. Somebody's copying you. 
Verse 8 in chapter 13 says, Love never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. Influence. Do it for the glory of God. Hey, I don't want somebody to just follow me just say, oh, I'm following the preacher. Don't follow me. You follow God. You follow the leadership of the Lord and follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit of God. But we need to be an influence for those who are lost. We may be the only Bible that some people read. The letter I also stands for increase. We want our family to increase. Our church family. We want it to increase. Remember what John the Baptist said? They were coming out there, being baptized. He said, listen, let me tell you something. There's one coming that I'm not even worthy to reach down and untie or tie his shoe. And when he comes, and all of a sudden, he walks up. And, and, and John says, behold, yonder he comes, the lamb that will take away the sins of the world. And then John says, you see, John had many followers. Many followers. And he say fans, a fan will switch sides, right? <laughs> a follower will stick with it. John had many followers. He said, listen, y'all, here he comes. I told you he was coming. He is top of the line. I've got to decrease so he can increase. Don't follow me. Follow Jesus. It's important that we allow his family to increase. Well, there's another letter in there. I just simply wrote narrow way. Narrow way. Bible says broad is the way that leads to destruction and many there be that go that way. But narrow is the way that leads to life eternal. That way, the way narrow, small, but yet it's large when you look at Jesus, when he spread out his arms on the cross. He said, this is how much I love you. This is how much I care about you. This is how much I want to, you to spend eternity with me. And the Bible says he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Can you imagine, mothers, listen. Can you imagine how Mary felt? when her son died right before her very eyes. And they took his body down and they prepared it and wrapped it and put it in that borrowed tomb and rolled that big stone away over the, the opening. Can you imagine how she felt? As well as the rest of his followers. But praise God, on the third day, he came out of that grave. He showed himself. He's the only one that can say I was alive I died and I'm alive again and I'll be alive forevermore and we're going to be just like him when we get there y'all people say what is he going to look like I have no idea that coin probably doesn't represent what he's going to look like but it's some author some port some artist is drawing we may be shocked but we're going to see him He's coming. He's going to stop in the clouds. And I'm going to tell you something. When he stops in the clouds and he calls the church forth, eternity is just beginning. That's the letter E. Eternity with Jesus.
I hope you'll make that choice. If you don't, guys, it's your fault. It's not going to be God's fault. You're not going to be able to shake your fist in God's face and say, Hey, I went to church every Sunday. I gave. I did this. I, 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 I. And you're going to hear him say, Well, I am sorry. You didn't accept my son. Can you imagine how that hurts Jesus every day you go without being saved? Because he's paid the way. He's paid the way. Verse 4, chapter 13 says, Love suffereth long, is kind. Love envieth not. Love vaunteth not itself. Love is not puffed up. Verse 7 says, Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. And verse 13 says, Now faith, hope, and love abide these three. But the greatest of these is love. If you don't love him, then don't follow him. If you don't love him, then why do you want to come to church? If you don't love him, why do you want to do anything for him? You've got to love him first. Give him your heart. No man ever loved like Jesus. Not one. The question is, do we love him? That love, let me tell you something, the kind of love he wants us to have for him, it's loyal love. It's an obedient love. Whatever you say, wherever you lead, I'll go. Don't, it don't make no difference to me. I have nothing to lose by following Jesus. I have everything to gain. It's loyal, obedient. Hey, if I follow him, he's already promised victory, and he's promised eternal life. L-O-V-E, can't beat it. Loyal, obedient, victorious, eternal love forever and ever. I'm going to love you forever and ever. I'm not going to cast you out. When you come, I'm not going to cast you out. I'm going to write your name in the Lamb's book of life. And the devil would love to get a hold to it, but he can't. He'd have to go through Jesus to erase your my name out of the books of the Lamb's book of life. He can't get there. But he's doing all he can to hinder you and I from serving him. And for those of you who are lost, he's doing all he can to keep you from being saved. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the privilege to stand in this place today. God, you know our hearts. Lord, I, I, I want to just simply say, God, I love you. I know I don't love you like I should compared to your love for me. Lord, I just want to love you more, and I pray that you'd help me as I look, that you give me eyes to see those that need loving. Eyes to see those that need help. Lord, I pray for these people here today. I pray for all of us. If we need to come to this altar, I pray that we'd not look around and see who's looking, that we'd not worry about being embarrassed, but that we would come. And if the person is lost, God, help them to walk this out and simply say, I want to be saved. That's all it takes. I want to be saved. And for those that might need to come for prayer, God, I pray that you'd lead them this way. We have the cross here, Father. We have places where people can ride on, and I pray that whatever decision they need to make would involve the cross. In Jesus' name, amen.